0: Hi, this is Steve Palak. Let's turn over this record and play the B-side. I've got a feeling we've got a hidden gem on
1: our hands. It's Season 5 of the Bait and Switch Podcast.
0: I'm going to start with a true story. Okay. yo
1: oh, that's time, unusual. That's a lot, unusual.
0: <laughs> a lot of times I embellish these. Yep. A, l- yeah. a little bit. Yeah. 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 Sometimes there's just a kernel of truth, but right. uh, this one is all true. Okay. I once visited an ex-girlfriend's son in prison. Okay. It was actually the House of Corrections in Franklin. Mm-hmm. You ever been down there? Uh, no. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. no, I haven't. <laughs> actually, I, I, I looked it up on the web because there was something he was going to... I wanted to give them some money to go to the canteen. There's this this whole thing that's called the canteen where they can get candy bars and soda and chips and things like that. Okay. They don't feed them much, and so they appreciate it if you give them some money to go to the canteen. I'd appreciate it if you gave me some money <laughs> to go to the canteen. But I tell you, I mean, this this is pre-inflation. Yeah. Like a, a Snickers bar is like five bucks. Wow, I mean, they
1: really soak yeah. these guys, yeah. right? And, and well, because they're rolling in it over there. In prison, you're just rolling <laughs> in the cash, right? Yeah. I mean, that's why they get you. Yeah. yeah, they yeah. got them. They got
0: a captive audience, obviously. And so yeah. they can, yeah. yeah. When I looked it up on the web to check out the hours or whatever it was, I saw a Google rating. They had a Google rating. It was like a two-star out of five-star Google rating. For the, the, the prison, prison or yeah. the
1: canteen? No, the prison. Over oh, the prison. The
0: prison. Fr- <laughs> which is probably like a five-star hotel. I mean, because I would assume the starting point for a prison is zero stars.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, it's not good. I mean, that's, yeah, two you know, stars, that's got to be like two st- Yeah, right. Top. That's a good point. Yeah. yeah. Maybe it just goes to two. I don't know. Who knows? I mean, yeah. have you ever seen one that's. Did you look for more? No, I didn't. Oh, I didn't. I wasn't shopping. Yeah, I, right. <laughs> no. Yeah.
0: But in my business over the years, I've had more than a few patients complain that their back got messed up from poor prison beds, right?
1: Oh, really? You okay. Know, they have these little You get a lot out. of. Lot of uh, former convicts in your, I, I, in your office? I get, I get some of them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, you know. Okay. Yeah. yeah fair enough. They pay the. They, they have bad they, problems too. I guess they they paid their debt to society, Jim. Okay. Well, fair enough. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. They're rehabbed.
0: I get it. Yeah. I don't think in prison there's a lot of Tempur-Pedics, right? Probably not. Probably not. Sleep numbers. Yeah. Yeah. If you go, if you, during the sentencing you're talking to the judge and you're you're hoping like a certain sleep number, they probably revoke the parole.
1: Yeah, well, you know, but but you might want to bring it up, right? Yeah, Judge. I just like to just can I just say I'm I'm between a 35 and a 42 as first sleep number. You know, if you can make, if you can make that happen for me, I'd appreciate it. Doing me a solid. Yeah, I mean, never you know. hurts to ask a question. right? No, no, no it never hurts. No.
0: There's never. Yeah. What they say, There's no dumb questions. There's
1: no dumb questions. <laughs> I think I think that's a dumb question. Probably. I, it's, well, I don't know. I mean, Let's it's, see. It's if you ever a run into the law,
0: do it, and we'll see what happens. Okay, yeah, in fact, right. fact, yeah maybe Well, anyway, I bring this up because yeah. today's guest. Yes, uh, it's the second half. <laughs> wait a <wait>, minute, <wait>, <laughs> nothing to do with prisons. <laughs> no, the, our guest, our guest has not been in prison. At least we haven't gone we there. Haven't, yet. We haven't, haven't talked about that. I, yeah, I, yeah. I highly doubt it. But anyway, our guest is in real estate. Her name is Beth Jaworski. She works for, well, uh, she works for Shore West Realtors. Right. right, right. I have a question about about what I just talked about prison okay. because in in uh, real estate, I say the three big words are location location I always forget the third one yes, but anyway too. my question to our guest Beth Jaworski real tour
1: real tour right <laughs> why is so hard I don't it's know so hard I know.
0: one had that hey oh, it, it's the L and the T I'm telling it, you it's, it's like a, it's like nails on a chalkboard yeah, yeah, I just yeah. can't get rid of that A but anyway our guest Beth Jaworski she's going to talk soon I promise and then I'm going to back off There okay. was some dispute as maybe no, I, I, was, I was hogging last You're time no. but anyway we're going to back <laughs> off I'd imagine it's got to be hard to sell properties next to a prison. So, Beth Jorsky, our guest for the second half of this. Welcome of this, back. Welcome back. <laughs> what about selling a house nearby something like a prison? How difficult is that?
2: Well, first of all, thank you for having me. Um, secondly, it is location, location, location. Oh, oh that's, that's the third right one I <laughs> I know. It's hard. Yeah. It's hard. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. <clears throat> um, but it's true. Location, location, location. So next to a prison is not a good location.
1: Not good. Not good, yeah. <laughs> no. How would you, um, I mean, like what, you know, if you were tasked with selling the house next to the prison, I mean, you'd have to obviously come up with other benefits that you'd want to highlight. <laughs> Correct. Um, right. And so uh, I'm sure having done this for a long time now that you are probably a master wordsmith at things like that. Right. I mean probably some things come to your head right away. Well, we could talk about this, we can talk about that, we could talk about
2: You talk about the features of the house, right? If it's got quartz counters, subway tile, luxury vinyl plank, flooring, you know, iron redone. bars on the windows maybe. State of the art security
1: system. Yeah, yeah, there you go.
0: There you Google go.
2: cameras. <laughs> right.
0: Right. I've heard people say that. You know, people nearby prisons are worried because it's not like they're going to escape and then hang out right next to the prison. Right? Correct. I was thinking the same think thing. Yeah, I was thinking I the same thing that too. What yeah. about right next to a school? Like right next to a school. Yes, or across. Positive or negative. Correct. I just sold a house earlier
2: this year. <clears throat> Excuse me, right across from um, the school, an elementary school, and I, I've sold many. Actually, they're right across mm-hmm. from an elementary school here in um, well, Wauwatosa. And it is. It's a pro and con. If you don't have any school-age children, you might not like it, right? Um, but if you're gone at work during the day, some people do like it because it's quieter at night and on the weekends, generally, unless there's an event, right? I will say though, those houses tend to sell to um, people who have children that they will
1: go to that school. That makes yeah. That makes mm-hmm. sense. Um, our Kids go to a, a school over by the zoo, and um, that school has has events like you mentioned they have concerts and and they have special days where the grandparents can come and kind of watch the kids you know for the first half of the day and whatever and the neighbors are not pleased about that most of the time because because there's a lot more traffic, of course, mm-hmm. people are parking in front of their house mm-hmm. um, Sometimes people are not very considerate about that. Maybe they're in the driveway a little bit, or I, I'm not really exactly sure what their—I uh, don't know what their problem is. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> but uh... I mean,
2: when the street is parked up, because that is a constant issue, yep. and it's a push-pull, like when Bel Air came in to East oh, yeah. Tosa. And that and the whole North Avenue really was revitalized. But Thursday nights, right, with their taco specials, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, they had to change the parking regulations on Sixty Eighth Street mm-hmm. because of it. And it is a push pull because you got young people looking at houses right around there. A lot of times, they each are coming in a car. The realtor's coming in a car. They bring their parents or their sister or both, right, for reinforcement because they're first time buyers. Nobody can find a parking spot. Yeah. Because yeah. it's so popular, that's a problem. Mm-hmm. um And so people don't like their street parked full. If they yeah. want to have their mother over, their sister over, their friend over, they're like, oh, nobody can park there. And yeah. for some reason, a lot of people get territorial about right in front of their house, right? Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. like, oh, no, you can't park there. That's right. my spot. It's not.
1: No, right, right. <laughs> but or they or you take look ownership out, of that. Yeah. Like if I see a car parked in front of my house, I look out like, who is that? I mean, right. not, not that I care that they're there, but I think like, well, they should be coming to my house, right, then, right? And I'd right? look, like who's coming to my house? Nobody's coming to my house. It,
2: it's just, yeah, a yeah. natural instinct.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. When we were kids, so Chris and I—I I don't know if you knew this—I grew up in a house across the street. I did. So not th- that's know how that. we. That's how we knew each other. Okay. Um, or know each other. So um we used to. Chris uh, set up a whole golf course, frisbee golf course, on our street. Oh, fun. so we would play frisbee golf all like all summer long. This is where we put mm-hmm. and we hated. Those cars that parked on the street. I'll tell you, and and you know, they messed with the course. Oh yeah, it was really threw things off. And the, you know, sometimes, I distinctly remember there was one time one of our, uh, it wasn't me or Chris, it was another one of our, our friends, but he, so he had a long shot, and he, so you really want to throw the frisbee hard. And he threw it hard, and there was a car in front of him. And he just. Boom! Just mm. nailed it, right? And we all yelled at the car, like a stupid car. <laughs> See, that dumb car wasn't there. And of course, you know, we're kids. We don't think about like I think, geez, if I would marking hit it, someone else's exactly, car, right? Off, yeah. mm-hmm. If I would hit a car like that with a frisbee right now, I'd be leaving a note on there. I'm sorry, you know. My, and we, sure. did a, we did it yeah, right, hundreds of times. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> we hit cars hundreds yeah. of times, hundreds of times. <laughs> it was, like skim along the side of it, right, right, right. You know, just
0: like uh, so. Uh, yeah. What are some of the classic? Uh, real estate uh, problem properties, you know, next to schools. Next, what are well, some of the other ones that can be problems? And next generally? to
2: school isn't even really a problem because right. it is at fifty-fifty. Right. You know, for half the people they don't like it, but half do. So mm-hmm. you get you still have a good market pool. Right. Um. Obviously, freeway. Freeway noise is oh, a yeah. huge issue. Being mm-hmm. right by the freeway is a huge issue, and then followed up by busy street. You know, yep. if you're on Blue Mound or what have you, a busy right. street is always a challenge. Having a busy street behind you even is right. a challenge. Yep. Um, bus stop right in front of you can be a challenge for people. Now, it's uh, in some ways, we haven't caught on as much here with public transportation, but can actually be a positive, right? right. Um, yeah. the younger people definitely want more public transportation, um, you know, by a cemetery. The old joke, of oh, course, right. quiet neighbors. Right. <laughs> yeah, right, right, <laughs> you know, right, That's true. Everybody rolls <laughs> that one out when yeah. they're by a cemetery, right? right. But um, that is a challenge because people don't like to look at tombstones. You know, it went out their front window a lot of times, right? That's yeah. a big challenge. Yeah. Um, sometimes even more so, I'd say, than a busy street. Um, and then, quite honestly, just having a bad neighbor, right? Someone who has all kinds of stuff all over or for whatever reason can't maintain their home or chooses not to, right? And mm-hmm. it just has fallen into disrepair. <laughs> People yeah. look at that and think, oh, what is this person going to be like? Do I want to live next to them? Do I want to look at this? And then odor. Odor is huge, you know, mm. so it's not tied to location. Mm. That is just um, what happens in the house, right? Is oh, it usually huge... looking at me exclusively? <laughs> right. Yeah, conversation. No, yeah, yeah, Look yeah. at Jim
0: every now and then <laughs> no, when, when you
1: start no, talking yeah. about order. She knows my orders is fine. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, uh, what about what responsibility do you feel you have talking about crime in uh, in the neighborhood of a house that you're selling? Uh, you know, is it up to you to you know, to bring out the stats and talk about that, or is it buyer beware?
2: It's actually probably a little bit of uh, somewhere in the middle or ne- not quite either one of those, yeah. I guess. I Obviously, I can't speak on crime statistics. I'm not a police officer. I don't know the stats in any way, shape, or form. So I refer people to the police, call the community police officer for the area you're looking, or online, there's different um, websites, some you can pay for. um, Some, like City of Milwaukee, publishes a lot of data for the city if you're looking in the city. uh, So you can see what are the stats. And one thing that I learned years ago that is so important is to also look at for where you're living, What are the stats? Because people don't realize what's going on right around them. There can be a carjacking, you know, a block away and they just don't hear about it. So then they look up and, oh, my God, there was a carjacking. Well, guess what? (laughs) That one was six blocks away from the house you're looking at. And the one that happened by you was a block away, you know. Um, So you want to have a baseline. So you know what you're used to (laughs) and -hmm. doesn't feel scary Um, because... uh, nowadays this is what almost 2023 there's a lot of crime all across the country you know and most people are pretty oblivious to what's going on in their neighborhood unless they're really living in a high high crime neighborhood
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah i've
0: heard another one that you hear people talk about is uh they got maps where they show all the sexual predators where they live well, yeah. And I understand the people that look at it like, geez, every fifth house is, is something like that. Well,
2: that, I mean, actually, it's not quite that way yeah. either um, it, with real estate. It, but it, that is considered very important, the sex offender registry. Um, is what it is. There's a website for the sex offender registry, and that um, website is published on all the real estate documents. It's published on the offer, on the listing. Um, So everyone is very clear that on the addendum A from the board, that there is a sex offender registry. So if you are concerned about that, you should go on that website and look and see what's going on now there's no guarantee someone's not gonna move in right six months after you bought that house you can't control the future but at least you can see what's going on and i mean i had a young couple gosh this is probably six seven years ago already it was a snowy snowy night you know they were looking for their first house And um, we went out to Brookfield, and, you know, a new listing. Oh, my God, they loved it. There were offers in. We came back to my office. We put together a great offer. They got it at, like, 11 o'clock at night. They were so happy. And the next morning, they called me in a panic. They had a little girl, and they had never, you know, thought to look up, you know, and Got home and what for whatever reason hit the mom and she looked it up and there was a registered sex offender who was convicted you know you can see on that site what the category okay. is hmm. um, and that was a concerning offense um, yeah. that they were convicted for and they were like two doors down and no they one. said I don't care what we have to do but we are not buying this house, right. you know, yeah. and luckily, I mean, the agent was not happy with me. There were two sure. other offers they turned down, right? Sure, you right. Know? <laughs> it was a nightmare in a lot of ways, but, and the seller did keep the earnest money, you know, they're like, mm-hmm. we'll release you, but we want that earnest money. Sure. And for the buyers, it was money well spent because they could not live there in peace, right? right. With their little girl.
1: That's so, I, you know,
2: you can joke about it, but that is something that realtors take very seriously. And that's one of the things that actually we can point to. Um, because I, I just was going through some of my continuing education. Uh, as a real estate agent in Wisconsin, you have to do 18 hours of continuing education every biennium, every 24 months. And this December is <laughs> coming up uh-huh. for the twenty-four.
1: So squeezing it um, in. <laughs> uh, yeah.
2: And so I was, uh, yes, yeah, squeezing in the last uh, couple classes here. And it was interesting because right now, at least in Wisconsin, we don't have to disclose stigmatized property, though.
0: Which is like a murder
1: yes, took place or correct. something. correct. Or a no haunting.
2: Kidding. You know, it's almost Halloween.
0: Do
1: you know some houses that are haunted around here?
2: <laughs> I've heard of a few.
1: Do heard you? of a few? you know? I don't no? know. We're I don't know. we gonna talk off rumors. air. Yeah, yeah, we'll talk mm-hmm. off air. I that don't
0: that. think yeah. I would have any problem with a haunted house. I don't believe in them, so.
1: I it's, I would not have a problem with it. I think it actually would be kind of cool.
2: It's interesting you say that because yeah. I just read a stat. Um, you know, with Halloween coming, all the real estate uh, publications are got some twist on the Halloween subject, and it, they had done a poll, and seventy three percent of buyers polled said, yeah, they'd have no problem buying a haunted house. Hmm. Isn't interesting. that interesting? Seventy three percent were like, eh, no problem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Wow! Yeah. Well, like a, so the, yeah. I wonder how many people would have a problem with a prison next door. Probably more, more than a haunting. I mean, yes, that, that's,
2: that's, that's true. <laughs> that's true. But I think probably because some people don't believe in a haunting,
1: right? right? They do the believe prison, in you
2: got to Yeah, it's right there. It's real. <laughs> no? It's real. Real
1: estate. Real estate. <laughs> yeah. That's right.
0: Now, I made I made a joke that you know every fourth house is, is a sexual predator, but is is there essentially a sexual predator on every block or two? No. This, no. No. I kind no. of thought that there were. Uh, no. You know,
2: I mean, there's a lot of them. There's a lot more than you think. Now, you're the first person I've ever met who thought there were that many. Mm, Most people think there aren't. (laughs) Yeah. Well, most people think there aren't. They're shocked by how many there are when they go on the website. They're like, I had no idea. I just
0: assumed that, you know, that there's a lot of these people that are that are 19-year-olds dating their 17-year-old girlfriend, that a lot of those people are people like that.
2: No, I don't think most people like that actually go through the court system. You, you know, so there's you? a few parents who obviously press charges or that, right, right, but right. I don't
0: think that's the common situation. That's yeah. why I thought there might be a ton of them, because I thought a number of them might be cases like this. Right,
2: and you can see if it is something more like that and, yeah. like, what age they were convicted. and right. Yes, and so, but no, that is not a common at least that that i'm aware of maybe in your neighborhood
0: (laughs) (laughs) again looking (laughs) at me well uh, i'm going to go on a different topic more more uh fun than that what about the highest price you've sold something for here there you go
2: Oh gosh, um, the highest price that I've sold something for. Or I maybe think I the, just you're, you're closed on 827. Um, yeah, right down the street from Jeff.
1: That's right. That's right. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was where, that was where your hire was. I'm Well, you said higher. in Wawatosa. Yeah, sure. Yeah.
2: Sure. And yeah. actually, I had looked up just to see in the last year what um, had sold in Wawatosa mm-hmm. and only. I think two houses sold for higher than that. Three. The highest price house that had sold in the last 12 months in Wabatosa was for 975000
1: Wow. In mm-hmm.
0: the Highlands,
2: I'm assuming? No, it was on Pasadena. Okay. Oh, it this was is... built in 2018. So it was a newer oh. property.
1: Really, mm-hmm. those
0: essentially. Yeah. On Pasadena,
1: built in 2018. They yeah, it had to out, be a teardown. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. But it's surprising. I mean, a lot of those houses over there are brick, right? hmm. Mm-hmm. So it'd be surprising to. Tear a brick house. I mean, I I think it surprises me to tear down a brick house. Maybe not. Mm-hmm. Maybe they, maybe brick or redo. I don't.
2: Yeah. It was com. No, it was completely new. Wow, mm-hmm. interesting. Mm-hmm. Wild. Mm-hmm. We just, well, like on Forest, mm-hmm. there was one that was um what ten years ago that was torn down, okay. and they made from two lots they built a new house. And we, then on, we talked um,
0: about that in our interview with uh, the. That's mayor. why yeah. it's fresh yeah. in yeah. my mind. Yeah, and great.
2: then on Underwood. Remember, they tore that one down. That was a rough one and put a new one up. And it was um, pretty mid century, even though it was a new house. It was on the Wawatosa mm-hmm. Historical Society tour of homes a few years ago. Um, so we have a few of those, not mm-hmm. a whole lot. Yeah. Like Dennis said, it's more common in Glenview,
0: Illinois, or that, right. or even in Elm Grove. How mm-hmm. about uh, one million? Has there been a.
1: There has knowledge. been in the Highlands. In the Highlands? Yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Or along mm-hmm. the Parkway, I would imagine. Um, yeah,
2: I haven't seen one. So it's oh, really? rare. We are okay. we're just approaching that million dollar mark, you know, right in Tosa. It's not a yeah. common price yet. Um, yeah. In right. terms, of, I'm going to go
0: macro here. Now, in terms yeah. of of overall economic cycles, when there's say a downturn in the economy or upturn, mm-hmm. real estate is in front of that or behind that.
2: Hmm. Good question. Um, I would say it's behind that, you know, because. The, when the market tanks, then the new prices are, you know, reflective of that.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, so it's definitely following the economy, not the benchmark. Okay, the so economy. let's say there's
0: a downturn in the economy. Mm-hmm. Then... Uh, then prices go down later. The, let's say there's a recession; and, do the prices go down after it, well, or, or do they are they early harbinger of a, a recession coming?
2: What's interesting is prices generally don't go down in real estate; they okay. stabilize. Fly, yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the market slows. Okay. Yep. Um, It's only been, I think, three times in the last hundred years that prices actually really overall went down. 2008
0: being one of them. Yes.
2: Oh, yes. And it was actually before that, right? Just seven. Yeah. But And what's interesting is like Tosa held out for a long time.
0: Because other
2: markets are very volatile. I I wouldn't even (laughs) sell him. I was holding out.
1: People (laughs) didn't know I was holding out. No, they didn't. They had no idea, but I held out. It it looks like he's holding out. I don't know. It's hard to tell. He's got a good poker face. (laughs) But our
2: prices are pretty stable here. You know, it took a long time. We weren't really down to like 10 here.
1: You know, no, whereas really.
2: Florida and Arizona that were tanking, our days on markets stretched, in that. Oh, and that. And just like now, with the interest rates going up, the exuberance, it, the interest rates. Are right, I think, where they should be. Um, I'm worried that now they're talking about even higher. Mm. You know, um, that I think it would be a detriment to the economy. What they did is they made it from, they took the insanity out of the market, Mm, you know, because money was basically almost free. So people were playing, it was like monopoly money, right? Mm -hmm. Oh my God, it's 2.8%, 3%. It's Mm. like it's free i it didn't bother them to offer you know hundred and twenty percent of asking because it was like free money yeah what now about, it's real money yeah. 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 yeah
0: right right now we're talking real right. money uh yeah. what about uh this idea that international investors are swooping in and buying houses. Is that true in the Milwaukee area? Is that a real thing or is that just a, an urban myth?
2: I don't see international investors here. I mean, I'm pretty hooked into a lot of national groups. I know that there for a while, oh, my God, they were buying, you know, Hawaii. They yeah. were buying up like crazy Asian buyers, um, even China. And that you don't see, uh, I mean, um, California, California. You would have that uh, big contingent. You don't hear about that as much um, now. What we've been dealing with, uh, thankfully not as much here, but it does happen in our area. Um, But the last few years were these huge, big companies buying real estate and... um, real estate investment trusts, REITs Mm -hmm. and you know so these huge they've got hundreds or thousands of properties and so they would come in and they will pay cash and they'll have no inspection you know and they'll close right away they'll do whatever well they're bumping out that your average first time buyer Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. then they're turning us from a a nation of homeowners to a nation of renters Mm -hmm. and shutting out you know the best path to wealth Mm -hmm. I mean I came from nothing my parents were divorced when I was three my mom was not good with money. I mean, it was always a struggle. Mm -hmm. I had nothing, you know, and now look where I am. I have rental property. I own my own home. I'm I'm financially secure, as secure as it could be more than I ever thought. And it's all because of real estate. Mm -hmm. But if young people aren't allowed to buy a house because they're always outbid by a corporation paying cash, Mm -hmm. we've got a problem. And they just become a renter. And, I mean, you don't accumulate wealth as Mm -hmm. a renter. You're just uh, making your landlord rich, which if it's a local landlord, well, at least you're helping somebody in the local area. But if if it's some conglomerate from maybe overseas even, right, Mm -hmm. or from some other state, maybe right across the country, all the way in New York or California or wherever, that's not good. And it's also not good to have all these rental properties with this absentee landlord, yes. right? Um, so that affects the neighborhood quality, too.
0: So how do you stop it?
2: How do you stop it? Well, that is a good question. Um, I, I, luckily, around here, at least, a lot of homeowners um, are like, oh, I don't want to you know, sell. I'd rather sell to someone who's going to own or occupy. But and they
0: also want the money, too.
2: Right, mm-hmm. right. It, it's a problem. It is a severe problem. The only good thing or the thing that I've seen that's worked in our favor besides people's natural inclination in this area Mm -hmm. um, to want to to sell to another homeowner, um, owner-occupant, is that they want to offer a little less. Usually, oh, okay. you know, they For won't pay as cash? high, just like I was saying in the first episode that we taped, you know, regarding making repairs, a homeowner occupant is going, a home buyer who's going to occupy the property who loves that house is going to pay more than an investor. Mm-hmm. And that's the case with at least the offers I've seen on my listing from these big companies. Mm-hmm. So what they get is they tend to get more like the, the distressed properties, mm-hmm. right? Because yeah. those home owner or home buyer occupants are not attracted to those. They don't have the funds or the wherewithal or the knowledge to fix them up or in more distressed areas, which also is then becomes a vicious cycle because those are often more the entry-level properties, right? Sure. Yeah, but it's a big problem. And in some states, I mean, it's crazy the percentage that these companies are becoming and they do beat out a lot of true owner occupants and they are in good, solid, um, areas and it's been a topic a conversation among the national association of realtors the last 24 months how do we combat that because
0: mm-hmm. it's a tough problem jim you're the answer man let's hear it. <laughs>
1: uh well <clears throat> i mean clearly you have to have more and they have less and then you know you can put the end to that and then you know maybe some negotiations and involved in there and then it's done, you know. So. I'm not going to go to <laughs> the next time. I'm going to go to our <laughs> guest <with> this. <laughs> if
2: only it was that simple, right? right, right. And then it's right. done. That's I don't, right. I don't
0: know That's what can true. be done. Obviously, two things. One is, as uh, the mayor said, maybe there's a housing shortage. Oh, yeah. Right. And then two, uh, the way that they structure tax laws, right, uh, to make something either, you know, better mm, or, yep. or, you know, something that people like to invest in or not invest in. And right. they could, you know, reconfigure those somehow to get that because obviously, like you said, there's a lot of downstream effects of people not owning their uh-huh. houses in their in their property because of investment things. And then also the idea of the, um, you know, nobody rents, uh, washes a rental car, right? People don't take care of the houses because they're renting them as opposed to owning them.
2: And they tend to be more transitory, right? So they might not join the homeowner association or become more part of the neighborhood or really connect with the neighbors because they're like, oh, I'm only going to be here for a year or two or something. Whereas somebody who buys it is like, oh, I'm going to be here for a long time. I want to get to know my neighbors. I want to be involved. You know, so it's even a different mentality that way, even if they keep the property up perfectly, right? Right. It's Mm -hmm. still a different mentality of who's in that house. And just the shutout, of that first-time buyer, because that's been a struggle, and that's something that the National Association of Realtors is really working on, too, how to make affordable housing and make it open and have minorities have mm-hmm. more opportunity because they are so much harder. I mean, it's hard for um, a young white couple to find a house mm-hmm. here. It's even harder for a minority couple, mm-hmm. and it doesn't even have to be a racial. It can be, you know, even... A, Economic. Yes, mm-hmm. it, it's... so that is a real challenge um, because that will it, it affects everything the schools the mm-hmm. neighborhoods the crime mm-hmm. but
0: then there's that whole nimby thing right the whole <laughs> nobody wants that that uh, 16 unit thing in their backyard right
2: yeah but we're not even talking the 16 right. unit mhm and what's funny is like you were saying what people will um, accept or pay for or even what they perceive in Wavatosa people want condos they want condos so badly mm. but you can't really get the financing these developers they can get financing all day long for these apartments mm. there's a formula it's easy mm-hmm. right it's proven they just throw them on up there condos Condo developers go belly up all the time. You know, when you said that with the indicators and that, the developers and the builders are the ones who <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> really yeah. suffer, yes, with a right. the downturn. Right. Um, they're taking all the risk. And the banks have learned that condos are not a good risk when the economy goes south, right? So yeah. they are very hesitant to um, lend money, yeah. yes, to developers for condos. Huh. Um, So that furthers the problem. And now we have all these aging baby boomers, and they want condos. Right. And they don't want to move far from everything they know. Their church, their shopping, their salon, you know, whatever it is. They're familiar here. They want to stay here, but there's no place for them to go.
1: Right. Right. The um, one thing I was going to, coming back to these people, these giant corporations buying this, uh, a lot of, it seems like, uh, a lot of times houses are sold without even ever hitting the market at least
2: that is actually not true is it, it not seems true? like it but it's, it's not it's true at seem- all oh, no. well
1: maybe there needs to be more of that then <laughs> because if you have the i mean it's sort of a, a, a i don't know double edged sword maybe but if there's more of this you know the realtors know about these these houses right mm-hmm. if you're working with working with somebody mm-hmm. like you you could say like well i know these five houses are going to come on the market or, mm-hmm. or you know And then the corporations never even hear about this, correct? Right, and that could be a way to sort of circumvent that. However, it also uh, when you're talking about say minority people or Mm -hmm. you know people who may not be connected with a realtor, then um, you know they're at a distinct disadvantage, obviously, at that point. But um,
2: and most people want the most money. Just like with the repairs, every situation is unique. Some people. They're like, oh, I don't need the top dollar. Mm -hmm. I don't want all that. And especially with our crazy market, you had that very tiny percentage the last two years. Either they were worried, of course, especially in 2020, about COVID. So it's like, oh, my God, I don't want 50, 100 people through my house in four days. Mm -hmm. What kind of germs are there going to be here, right? Right. I mean, people were hiring companies to come in and sanitize these homes. They'd go away for the weekend, right? And then professionally sanitize them after because they were that concerned. But a lot of times it's more just it's an elderly person or the example I gave earlier, a young family with three kids under six and two dogs and a cat and a guinea pig. And, you know, they don't want the circus. They don't they don't have time for it. They, you know, if they could do a one and done, Mm -hmm. you bring me a buyer, they'll give me what I want. And they just go through. Yeah, I'm happy. That is the minority of the market, though. Mm -hmm. And even if people feel that way, their family will be appalled. Especially mm-hmm. if they're older people, right. their yeah. adult children Obviously will think too. they're getting ripped off, right yeah. Yeah. They're not exposing themselves to the market. they're not getting the true market value price. they're right. being scammed. Right. you know so that's why you don't see a lot of that off market it, it exists but um, to get top dollar, you really got to expose the property to the true open market. Our house was that way yeah, I right? know like, it was like it was like, there was like
1: four or five people that came through our yes. house. And um and it never and there were still actually three saw the market. Right. But yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. And but that was at a time when I mean I know it's hot now, but it was like two thousand fourteen really, 2014 really hot you bought that house. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. It, well exactly. it was spring. Mm-hmm. We are right.
2: so fortunate in uh well, Wamatosa with the medical college.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat>
2: And quite honestly, even like with the rentals, like my duplexes, other people's duplexes tend to have leases that are up in the spring or even if they do a month to month, they won't let you move out in the winter. Oh. So that combined with the medical college having um, like all the fellowships and the residencies being announced in mid March oh yeah drives our market like crazy because mm-hmm. if your lease is up march April may when are and you want to buy a house, when are you looking January, February, March if you're a resident, you know they're looking March, April they don't have a lot of time they usually can come for three, five days they gotta buy a house right yep. mm-hmm. well, your average Tosa person is certainly not thinking of selling their house in February or March, especially no. March. It's usually horrible, right? It's cold. It's rainy. It's brown. There's no snow. There's no leaves. There's no green. <laughs> you know, right. it's right. like, Egh. it's our worst looking month of the whole year. But there's all these buyers out there. Mm-hmm. So, right. and that's when you bought was in
1: well exa- spring. And, and mm-hmm. that was weird because we were thinking... I don't do we wanna talk about my house. I don't know, but we were thinking we were you know, we were we were planning like in January we started putting a bunch of our stuff in storage so that we could have a clearer housing you know, so we were gonna sell this thing. But we were really thinking like May, June, right, right like you said, when it gets nice out, right? Mm-hmm. And That's we started talking to you thinks. and in like February we talked to you, you're like You got to get this right. What? All of a sudden, like for the next three weeks, every night I'm shuffling stuff out of the house down to the to the to the uh, storage locker. Uh So that yeah, Mm -hmm. that's the
0: story of your life. A series of people telling you get your act together. You get your act together. What
1: happened tonight?
0: I'm going to, no again, the half hour's flown by. We're, we're past yeah. half hour. Oh boy. But i got to float one acronym yeah, yeah. that's just fun to say okay. before we wrap it. Last question of the night FISBO. I just love yeah. saying FISBO. Fizbo. You know what FISBO is? No. She certainly does. Oh yeah. Fizbo, I'm not even going to tell you. You're going to have to learn I'm about it from her answer. I'm stumped. But,
1: uh, <laughs> Stump the co <call> host now.
0: <laughs> but God, uh, you know, in, in, in getting back <laughs> to what we're talking about selling. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do the FISBO people do? I'll leave Jim in suspense. <laughs> how are they doing? Those
2: unrepresented sellers um, don't do that well.
0: FISBO are for sale by owner. Oh, okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. I was. Mm-hmm. The, I was had the eye in there. It's like it's, the, it's like that guy in Waukesha that's trying to represent him in the in court case right now. Correct. Right. Oh, it's right. the, the guy with the, oh, with the parade. Mm-hmm. He's, he's oh, his own lawyer. Painful. Right. This guy, the FISBO people, their own. I can't say realtor because they're not; they're they're their own agent, Agent. right? Yeah, it's
2: not good. No, it's not good. Um, because buyers are not comfortable dealing with the seller directly. You know, it's uncomfortable. Mm. Our culture is not a negotiation culture, right? Mm -hmm. So people aren't used to negotiating over things all the time, especially Mm -hmm. not face-to-face. So they like that intermediary of having their realtor, you know. Um, They can tell them (laughs) whatever it is. They don't want to tell you face-to-face. And it's just, it's uncomfortable to say something negative. You know, the Mm -hmm. homeowner... I have shown many for sale by owners with the buyer, right? Mm-hmm. I've gone along and the homeowner is so proud of their house. Yeah, so right. Generally, if it's a for sale by owner, they are super house yeah. proud, right? Mm-hmm.
1: And, and these s- people are like, "Well, that wallpaper's coming down. <laughs> and that that color's <laughs> right, ugly right? and this carpet sucks."
2: Okay. And your price is too high because your cabinets are from 1972, you know, right. uh, um, Vintage. And whatever. But they don't want to <laughs> tell them that. It, yeah. it, it's much easier to tell me that. And I tell the listing agent, and the listing agent tells the yeah. seller, it's like, oh, it's diluted and it's uh, smoothed distant. Out. Yes. Most mm-hmm.
0: of your job is just being blunt. <laughs> <laughs> That's your job.
2: It's uh, psychology. I was mm. a psych major and it. it that comes in so handy. Yes, mm-hmm. we noticed
0: we... that tonight. Yeah, I thought right. she'd been working us all night. Yeah, yeah. This mind control. Yeah, mind yeah. control stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, hey, I got We got to wrap this up before we fall under the spell. And we <laughs> never uh, even got into the good stories. Uh, good
1: yeah, we stories. didn't. We didn't get into the no. good stories. All right. Well, let's let's we we'll, uh,
0: we've extended this this half hour. Okay. Let's hear your favorite uh, your favorite story yeah. involving some weird sale a weird house. Let's hear it.
2: My favorite story, I don't know if I can have a favorite or whatever, but I do think it was humorous. I was a newer agent, and um, I covered for a gal who was in the hospital, was helping her out, and her client was a police officer. And you know, because I was a newer agent, I would go around and I'd open all the, uh, like under, for the, in the bathroom, for the vanity or in the kitchen, you know, I'd open the doors so we could see the plumbing for the sinks, right? And sure. all that. So I'm going through, I'm showing this house to this couple. He's a police officer. And I think he had just actually gotten off of work or whatever. So he's got his uniform oh, okay. or whatever. Or something I don't think they can wear their uniform. Whatever. He had something that also, you know, it was like, oh, I was very conscious. I was showing this. I was to a police officer. And I open up the doors uh, to for the, under the kitchen sink. And here is this gigantic bong. <laughs> oh, this is like nineteen ninety-six. Wow. <laughs> so I mean it was there was no state where marijuana was legal. Right, right. <laughs> you know, it, it was like and oh. okay, and phew, yeah, right, <laughs> the right. doors went shut to right call away. are called value added, but anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> but I, and then, oh, my God, I remember we had a final walkthrough of a house in Wauwatosa, western Wawatosa. very elderly gentleman selling it. We had a confirmed appointment. I ring the doorbell a couple Uh-oh. times, no answer. We go in. You know, we're talking. And we go down the hallway, and the bedroom door, we open it, and here's this gentleman laying in bed. Still is a rock, and so I'm knocking on the door frame of the bedroom. I'm calling out, Hello, hello, hello. Wake I did up. not want to, go. please wake I
1: know, up. Yeah. I know. Right. and
2: luckily, the listing agent lived next door uh-huh. and was good friends with this gentleman, so we kind of backed out,
1: yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> Went
2: outside and I called him, and he popped over and he was able to wake him up, no. he was uh, oh, alive. Okay. Oh, they, good, good. I mean we wow. talk about a heart stopper.
0: No <laughs> kidding. I thought I thought you're gonna bring out the best stories. The best story would be he actually was dead. Well thanks for <laughs> that Sorry was kind about of, that. That was, was kinda of anticlimactic. Wow. That's uh, that's uh, what I thought would uh, have been right, really right. the showstopper. There, there was there
1: was a guy sleeping in his house. Yeah. <laughs> that's their
2: story. There yeah. was a guy sleeping wow. in his house. Wow. <laughs> wacky stories. <laughs> I guess thanks. I don't have that wacky of a of course, I've walked in on nude people. You know no. that happens quite oh, a bit. Oh, really? Oh, that's yeah. where I thought this was going. I, I would, I would, yeah. I would that, just start with yeah. that story. I mean, why are we, why yeah. are we
0: talking about these, the time. bong and the thing and the guy that was asleep? <laughs> just lead with the nude stuff <laughs> next time, all right? We're out of time. Good going. All right, Beth. After after we're done recording, we'll talk about the nude stories here, but we can't just keep going on. So anyway, Beth Jaworski. Thanks for being here. Yeah, Be we appreciate beautiful, you you. I've had
2: a great time. Yeah, yep. same here. Very fun. Did.
0: She at least pretended she had a good time. At the very least. She's I think she is having a good time. Oh, yeah, I psych. I psych. psych. I am. At the end of the show, she's gonna go yeah, psych. <laughs> it's her own bait and switch. <laughs> yeah, really. yeah. So. Okay.
1: Anyway, good night. Thanks Thank you, Beth. Thank you. Join us next time on the Bait and Switch podcast for the return of Jimmy Two Iron.